0: You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSC has opened its doors for another day, so it's time for the opening with Nick Kunzer from Sandnam Private Wealth. Good session last night, Nick, on Wall Street. Very good session. Mm. Good, solid stuff across the board.
1: No, morning, Lindsay. That's exactly right. I mean, solid, solid. We, I mean, we're, we had a good start to, to the new month after... I guess after yesterday, after last week's sort of torrid session. Um, and that followed through. Europe had a good session. Uh, as you said, Wall Street had a really good session across the board this morning in Asia. And the big one for me, I know you mentioned it a few times. I mean, oil, oil's down during the US at 1.4.6%. Yes. Uh, Brent was trading at about thirty five sixty, thirty five seventy. I think it was the low of the, of the day. Uh, I mean, that finished up five percent by the end of the session, thirty nine thirty one. So almost a ten percent reverse in oil. So I don't know if it was a bit, of a, I don't know, a bit of a rejigging ahead of possibly election results or who knows what, what it was. But uh, in general, I think a really, really sort of a risk on day yesterday. And uh, we can talk about it now, but it uh, seems to be following through to the Tuesday session too.
0: Yeah, it really does. And from a technical point of view, if you're a chartist, that reversal in crude oil was terribly, terribly significant, I would have thought. It must look spectacular. It must have been uh, an outside range day. It must have been almost a, a key reversal, which is usually usually quite bullish and I'm just looking at Sassel this morning that was in the low 70s a few days ago it's now in the low 90s for goodness sake
1: yeah 93 or 8 last price I've got in front of me I mean it's a really really big turnaround and uh, Yeah, look, it, it, it's still significantly, Andrea, it was uh, a month ago, I mean, the start of October, I think it was 130, 132 thereabouts, but nevertheless for those uh, long-term SASL shareholders, I laugh nervously, it's a, it's a nice bounce back, so I'm not going to jinx it just yet.
0: No, no, and um, hopefully some sort of announcement will come, or maybe they don't need to make an announcement mm. now, maybe they don't need a rights issue now that the, the price seems to have found a short-term bottom anyway. We'll see. What was in the morning meeting? Uh, anything on the Stock exchange news service
1: absolutely nothing. nothing We've got a yeah. couple of stuff out the states um, on the diary uh, that, that needs to keep an eye on them. Obviously, uh, elections is the most important, but then also um, there's some economic data due out later. The Commerce department schedule, they've like got factory orders coming out, which is uh, which they're looking for a rise in 1%. There's a little bit of earnings news um, out the US as a Human as a health insurer, and also but the general uh, response from yesterday i mean they, apparently the ISM, that the manufacturing numbers that had come out were really really good hmm. um and that would. With- kind of sort of put the fire under the markets yesterday um, and so it's it, continuing that theme that we're seeing where the market's starting to the manufacturing's turning around we may be botching them out so that was a general feeling is how to position ourselves for the next uh, the two months to year end.
0: Yes especially with lockdown all over the place uh, because that is going to I mean I don't think the PMI data at the end of the year will be as good as the PMI data that you've mm-hmm. been talking about here it, uh, it, it really will stop it in its tracks I would have thought.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, there's this big debate now. So what happens in Europe? We've seen the major economies in Europe going some form of lockdown. Uh, we don't discuss the mess that is the UK, but, I mean, Germany, uh, Holland, uh, Austria sort of shape, shutting down in some shape or form. And I think most analysts or economists are expecting some form of some sort of a double-dip recession. So therefore, how do you recover yourselves? How do you balance that thought of a double-dip recession in the next sort of maybe first quarter of next year, Lindsay? Mm. and, And how do you weigh that up against the fact that there might very well be a a vaccine in the first quarter of next year. So, I mean, that's I guess that's the conundrum for, for uh, sort of market watchers going into the next sort of six months. It's that sort of play of one against the other.
0: Yes. And of course, we haven't mentioned this, we didn't mention this, uh, but South Africa's uh, PMI also pretty good. It's above 60 now. I mean, it, was, it spent so many mm. months mired below 50 and now suddenly the manufacturing economy is expanding. That's obviously not the most accurate of measures, but it's uh, we we wait for GDP. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, mm. yeah, things starting to pick up quite nicely where you are.
1: Yeah, it is. I mean, it's, it's quite interesting. I mean, I see all the the the, the lockdowns happening around, sort of, in the northern hemisphere, obviously heading into sort of early winter, uh, compared to what's happening in South Africa. And there's certainly a sense that I have that business is getting back to normal. I mean, there's more cars on the road I'm on the way into work. There's definitely more people coming in. We work in shifts here at Salem at the moment, so the Tuesday and the Thursday shifts. I'm here full-time, but there's people coming in. In fact, I've actually got my first uh, first sort of 10 o'clock meeting this morning with a client coming into the office the first time since lockdown. Uh, obviously meeting in uh, heavily sanitized boardrooms, but just, it's certainly a sense of normality. And We've had a slight little spike in the last few days with, um, with COVID in the South African space. But uh, our recovery rate, I believe, remains at 90 or 91%. So, you know, we certainly seem to be sort of going about our business. And, um, you know, that absolute purchasing manager's PMI index that you mentioned, I mean, that came in at 609 Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's the high it's been in a while. So, yeah, so long may it last. Maybe that's why the Rand's holding out a okay, is that we're continuing to uh, – Certainly, and I guess also, Lindsay, you've got the weather on our side. You know, we we are heading like smack bang into summer. We've had you know 30 plus days last week, so we also get that sort of benefit. So maybe by the time we head into sort of autumn in the first sort of march april time um, maybe the vaccines on the way isn't it? burning it's, up the fonion essay
0: yeah it all seems a bit quick and whether it can be rolled out sufficiently to make a dent i don't know but psychologically it'll certainly be a step in the right direction a step in the right direction for the rand as you said because it's 1616 against the us dollar it's 2092 against the british pound and the euro rand is 1886 with the euro dollar 11662 slightly weaker us dollar slightly stronger euro last night in the states the dow jones really good session up over 400 points or 1.6 percent the S&P was up one and a quarter percent the NASDAQ was a laggard but still managed a 0.4 percent gain and we got the futures doing what let me just have a quick look at that S&P futures up just over half a percent or 18 points so continuing the momentum elsewhere we've got the gold price uh 1880 let's call it 1890 that's up to eight dollars platinum is 861 up nine dollars as well palladium please nick
1: Holding steady, up $16, uh, 2250
0: And West Texas crude, $36.66. It's just gone into the red this morning by 0.4% after that reversal that you spoke of earlier. Uh, Brent crude oil is $38.77, which is half a percent uh, weaker. Movers today? Anything? I'm looking at my screen. They all look a bit scrappy. I'm not saying the companies are scrappy, but none of the big ones seem to be mm. featuring.
1: Was, in- yeah, there's no trendy. That sort of. I mean, yesterday was all about the golds and the precious metals and the anger gold with that uh, announcement yesterday too. Yes. Um, but this morning, as you said, very little trend. I mean, on the upside. Couple of property shares. Your friend Telcom up four hmm. um, percent, and then a downside also. No real trend. In fact, there's some properties on the downside too. The cash build giving back its recent bounce, Recent in process, I guess also. Uh, Ten cent a little bit weaker in Hong Kong today, so that's stock down too. But yeah, are difficult to gauge. Like my, my gut says to me, Lindsay. I mean today really. I mean if you get a chance to do your admin or uh, <laughs> do some housekeeping, today is the day because uh, all eyes on the night um, when we should have hoped to get a result in the early hours of tomorrow of course as you, as we've always said on your show you know it started a few days ago elections have started Yes, but hopefully we'll get some sort of finality in the next 24 hours.
0: Well you've got some finality already I don't think it's going to move the needle as people say but there's a place, mm. a place in New Hampshire it's a village a little hamlet and it's got 12 people mm. in it it's five of which are allowed to vote, and they've already counted the votes, which isn't difficult. Even I could do that. But all five f- voted for Biden. Five out of five. 100% for Biden. Brilliant. Um, okay. CarTrack is up 5% on my screen. Sassel up nearly 5% at over 93 Rand a share. Telcom up 4.1%. Redefine up 4 and Resilient up 3 and 2 thirds. On the downside, there's only 4 shares on the downside and that's uh, usually it's usually 5. So they can only find 4 shares that are down on the list that they compile. Um, transaction Capital down 2.5%. Process down 1.1%. Naspers down half a percent. And Anglo Gold Ashanti after yesterday's really big move down 0.3%. What about? The indices, please, Nick.
1: Okay, well, on this Tuesday, another good start to the new month. So, uh, 1.17% firm in the top 40, nicely over a percent. 616 points firm at 53,234. Uh, on the JSC uh, top 40, we have that index up 1.13%, uh, 48,934, uh, and if we drill down into individual sectors, we have healthcare as higher. Aspen, again, uh, we didn't mention that, rolling on from yesterday, uh, healthcare up 2.4%, financials 2.19% with a stronger end, industrials 1.8% firm, energy shares, led by the likes of Sassel, 1.34%, and in fact, I only got the- and that is technology, which is just 0.7% weaker, but otherwise a very solid start this Tuesday.
0: Jolly good. But uh, people will be sitting on their hands and it's probably going to be rather choppy as uh, you decide whether to go into the election with a position or not. Anyway, Nick, thank you very much for that. Nick Kunz is from Sun and Private Wealth. That was the opening and Nick will be back with myself and David Shapiro for the five o'clock shadow later on.